broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 87 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with uh, Trevor and Damon as usual. How's it going, guys? Hot. Hot. It's still yeah, hot. But it's good. But it's the middle it's of the hot. day. Like, this is great. Like, I'm not tired, right? There's. It's, it's nice. I mean, there's yeah. no kids' sports. That's That's how this works right now. We'll have to see how it works when there's kids' sports. But for right now, this is wonderful. Yeah. Well, for Trevor, it's, you know, in the morning. I'm sure Trevor's got some, but, you know, got some coffee or... <laughs> is it that bad? Because you knock it out, right, Trevor? Like, Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I, I don't mind this time. Um, I I slept in a little bit and I kind of got up, got breakfast, and here I am. <laughs> I, 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 wish, I wish I could sleep in. I think 7 yeah, o'clock. <laughs> yeah, 7 o'clock is like the the end. I mean, even if I stay up later, I can't. I got to take care of the dog, like all that stuff. So uh, my dog doesn't sleep in. Well, and I have a I have a two year old, and she wakes us up at you know six thirty every morning usually. So yeah. I don't really have a choice. <laughs> See, I, I I make the kid take care of the dog because he's up there before I am. So there if he gets up before me, I say you know go let the dog out. <laughs> I think if we had a fence, it would be easier. But since we don't yet, because we have so much construction still going on, like once the construction's done, we get a fence, so maybe I'll be able to pull that off. But my kids sleep till like two o'clock. It's teenagers, right? So (laughs) I did that too. (laughs) I mean, there's one day they were like, they slept till three o'clock. I'm like, are you guys okay? Like it's three o'clock. And they're like, well, yeah. I mean, we went to bed at six. (laughs) Oh, that that brings me back. (laughs) Uh, That's how I used to be too. (laughs) So so this is a, we have a show announcement, huh? We do. And I I put in our, we we posted this on our Facebook page and I found the, uh, a lot of the guesses to be kind of funny. So I wanted to. I thought it'd be funny if we went through the guesses before we did the show announcement. All right. Well, a fair amount of them are. We don't have about to do me. all of them. We're not- no, I can go through them because they're about me. I mean, of course, I want to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them are Damon oriented. Yeah. Yeah. I bought another ice machine. No, that was just announced from Joe. I don't know. I mean, I love it. The, the only thing I would say is, again, I had to like cut down people's use of it in the house because they were using it too much, and it was like running twenty four seven, and like the kitchen was like nine hundred degrees. So, I mean, another one would probably be smart, but no, I did not do that. You're going to finally see me. No, there's n- nothing exciting about that anyway. Um, it's, it is funny that a lot of, there were at least several comments that saying we're finally going to see Damon. It's like, why? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's not like there hasn't been people that I've met. So, I mean, if you're so inclined to meet me at Disney, sure. Plan a trip around it. Then you can hang out with go. us. We will we- do a meetup eventually. So, um, let's see hats for all the listeners. No, the problem with that one, Rob is it's just, it's too expensive. We don't make that, that amount of scratch to be given hats out for everybody. Sorry. And we have a lot of listeners too. I mean, gosh, could you imagine? I mean, that would be, it'd be a, that would be really, it might be tens of thousands of dollars. Like no, it'd be like six months of sending stuff out. (laughs) Yeah. I don't don't have time to do that. Uh, (laughs) to send out that many packages. Wait, I'm going to go through the rest of mine then. And then Tom, you can, you can talk about the rest of them. Let's see. I bought a Riviera (laughs) contract from Mike. I mean, that's not a show announcement. I mean, that's a possibility. And at least it's got, I'll talk more about that and the thing that I added in next. Haunted River Country. Gosh, if only, right? That would be, <laughs> that's from Dan. Like, that would be wonderful. We are finally revealing the true identity of Jeffrey. This is from Chris. He is, in fact, Bill Cipher. That's funny, right? And he's been predicting this plot twist since last season. So now that one's pretty good. That's Katie good. said Jeffrey's getting married, possibly to the redhead from Pirates of the Caribbean. 
That's also a good one. <laughs> Let's see. So the website one, yeah, you know, Sarah said, you know, my persistence one. Tom actually handed in the stuff for the website. Now yeah. I've just been kind of BSing. <laughs> so it's funny. Like I was supposed to fix the the Boomtron podcast website, and then somebody else did it for me, and that kind of like you know took the wind out of my sails because <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Like I was going to do them both together, and then I was like, oh, one's already done, and I didn't have to do anything. Okay, back burner. So. <laughs> So somebody else just has to do it for you, and then we'll we'll be in good shape. <laughs> you know, I have to say, and Boomtron having a graphic designer is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, because you go do something on the website, and you're like, oh, that just doesn't look right. But let me squish it in there anyway. And a graphic designer goes, oh, that doesn't look right. Let me draw a whole new picture for that area. And you go, oh, you're right. <laughs> that works out really well. We could use one of those. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we could. I mean, we would even pay. Keep that in mind. We, 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 I don't think we, we pay, pay a lot. I mean, let's, let's not get crazy, but we would pay. We would pay. We're paying people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so some of the other ones we had on here, uh, Tom Jeremy said Tom's leading a listener meetup ride on Space Mountain. I mean, that is going to happen. I, I said the next trip, whoever wants to go. I mean, you can well, I mean, do that th- together. So He didn't say that Tom would be on it. I mean, leading could be walking <laughs> up to the queue, right? That's, that's, that's leading. true. That's true. Uh, Barry also said we're all you all are finally going to meet each other in person. That that's going to happen in the future, but that's not the announcement either. Uh, amazingly, only one person got it right. I was I'm shocked by this, <laughs> but and that was Adam who got it right. And this is so. This is something we have been. I, I mean, how long have we been asked for this to happen since the beginning? <laughs> I, I think a while. I think yeah. that the being home a lot more, and, and again, selfishely. Yeah. I've been leading not not listen, I think this was Tom and Trevor's idea in the beginning, but and I didn't want to, but I'm definitely been leading the charge lately because I've kind of felt like the longer episodes are, are what's getting me. Like are what's like kind of making me tired. Like I mean, it doesn't matter what you're talking about in general. Podcasting for two hours is a lot. It is. It is, yeah. Good. More chipper. <laughs> yeah. And and so yeah, in case you guys haven't figured it out, yeah, we are switching to weekly. And I, I guess the only thing to keep in mind with this is, you know, we're it, be patient with us. We're going to be figuring this out because obviously, you know, it does change our format a little bit. I don't I don't think it'll be bad, but I think we just have to kind of find our new pace again, which, yeah, like, like Damon said, you know, that's I, I think it's good. To change it up. And I, I like his other his other guests though too because I would do that too. <laughs> well, well, and and the interesting thing about us sw- switching to weekly is that means we're not all going to be available every week, you know. So th- there yeah. is going to be a, a more guest hosts that come on, and so he mentions Adam mentions bringing Ziggy on as a fourth co-host, not necessarily as a fourth co-host, but he could definitely be a fill-in when one of us can't join uh, on a particular week. So uh, and I think we've also found you know a few people through the podcast, yeah that are interesting to, to jump in. Like I would say that Katie, now that she also has two of her own podcasts and the third one that we, I do with her um, as well. I, you know, she's kind of used to it and it's easier to grab people that are used to the podcasting in general. Absolutely. So. I, and I think this opens us up too to, you know, have, have the occasional lis- listener on and then also bring on some of our other friends from other podcasts too, that maybe we haven't brought on before. So I, I, I think this is going to be interesting for us too because this is going to allow us to talk about things 
more quickly after they happen as opposed to you know something can happen the day after our podcast comes out that's huge and then we can't we don't talk about it for two weeks you know so this allows us to to be a little more i guess nimble uh and you know the podcasts are going to be shorter we're going to try to keep it to under an hour uh anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour so they're going to be a little bit more bite-sized and uh you know obviously smaller files for those of you downloading us uh so those are some things that are going to change we're going to try to keep it a little bit tighter i work like i said try we're also going to record during the day rather than at night where you know everyone gets mad that i'm tired but like i can't get any uh, respect on that like man (laughs) (laughs) yo have three kids that are all in travel sports that you have to drive everywhere it's tiring it's tiring all right so listen i'm gonna we're we're gonna pace this one and we'll see how it works out but this is one thing i wanted to talk about so i finally canceled my vacation and while i thought i was gonna have 40 points that i was gonna have to eat or rci I was wrong because again, I don't really handle that. My wife does. We had 109 points. Ooh. Ooh. And, and again, I'm still like for all those people, like I bet Damon's mad now. No, I don't care. Right. I'm still, it still doesn't matter to me because I said to my wife, I go, well, what does that mean? Like, oh my goodness, we can't borrow for next year. She's like, you know, we're still fine. Like we can still do a two bedroom next year if we want. But so, the interest, so you can't bank those points. Those are points that are not. Yeah. Bankable. Those are unbankable. Yeah. Okay. Those so those are ones from what last year, I guess. I guess I don't, like I said, I don't follow that. My wife does, but that's what I was told. And and she's in quarantine again since she traveled to California. So I haven't even seen her for a while. She just did this while she was in quarantine. Um, but what the interesting bit was is that and I have to try to remember this correctly, or maybe you guys know already. When you do your points to conversion to RCI, it's in groups of 10. So what I found interesting was is that, you know, we were at 109 and the DVC rep was like, look, take a point, you know, to take one single point from, you know, your upcoming you know, points. And then that way you'll hit that 10 because 109 is like the worst spot to be in, right? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Because you'd lose nine points at that point, right? So, exactly. So yeah. we, we did the 110. Um, and I think my wife said it translated. I mean, because there's a lot of places that we go, right? Outside of Disney. So this was one that we're probably going to use these points for Dollywood, you know, or somewhere like that. I mean, we could use them on our trip going cross country, but I just don't feel like I think that's going to be harder to do than using them at Dollywood. So I think that's our plan at this point. She said there's a few different spots we could use our RCA, RCI points at Dollywood. So now, I've officially canceled. So question for you. Yep. So when you transferred to RCI, did do they... Oh, you you have, know you're asking the wrong person, but also let me see if well, I have an answer for you. <laughs> do you know if they have like an expiry time on the points? They do, but I... So again, I don't know the exact answer to that. I believe that they do, but it's way further in advance okay. than, than I'm going to need. All right. Yeah, that, I was just wondering how, like... Because, I, yeah, I, I guess I looked at RCI and I didn't bother because I only ended up with 30 points, which okay. isn't enough. Like, for the amount of points that it takes to book something through RCI, it, it really wasn't doable, at least around here. So, yeah, but I was just mm-hmm. curious about, you know, if banking them, if you could hold on to them long enough that, you know, possibly justify having some points. I think it's, RCI. I think it's way longer than you would think, right? Okay. Like, I, I think it's in the years. Um, you know what I mean? So I don't think I'm necessarily going to have a problem with it, which is why I did it. And like I said, because we already kind of know where we'll be using them, it, it's, it's not so bad. I mean, again, would I rather have gone to Disney? Sure. Right. I was kind of looking forward to this. And I think our friends that we go with, it's her 50th 
anniversary, her, her 50th anniversary, her 50th birthday. Um, I guess it's her birth anniversary. And, you know, it's a little disappointing for her, I'm sure. But I just couldn't do it. Like, I started to see some of those pictures with the amount of people in Magic Kingdom and Disney Springs. Because I was kind of like, oh, well, I'll go and just kind of chill out at Disney Springs. Like, mm-mm, nope. That's almost worse than the parks at this point. For, listen, and, and I'm just making assumptions based on the pictures that I see on the internet. But I just, I wasn't going to do it. Yeah, and, that's and, fair. And this, yeah, and this helps me because again, we'll just book it for next year. We'll still do a two bedroom next year. And kind of what I said to my wife was, is that this is the perfect opportunity if we come up short next year for what we want to book because right there's that borrowing issue. I'll just buy a contract, <laughs> right? Like I mean, <laughs> that's one way around it, right? I'll just buy a contract. So I do. That's why I'm not yeah. too worried. <laughs> I I actually just tried to look this up because I don't I didn't know off the top of my head how long they last in RCI, mm-hmm. uh, but I I can't seem to find the answer. So <laughs> it's, hmm. it's a lot harder to find out than than I thought it would be. I um, I think that's why I asked the question because I similarly I was looking at it. And I, I couldn't find an easy answer to it either. So I guess maybe this is one to throw out to our listeners as well. Is any If anybody knows the exact terms around how long points last in RCI, it would be, it'd be good to know. Yeah, I mean, I've never had to convert them into RCI. You know, it's, some of these DVC things you just don't even think about until you actually have to do it, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, why would I know how long they're they're good for in RCI? I don't know. I mean, I don't need to know that information. So, <laughs> so. so this is this is what some very preliminary um, looking like is you get them for a year and then you can pay a couple bucks. Like, and it's a small number to carry them over for another year or something along those lines. Yeah. Interesting. Like it's like less for, and again, I don't know how recent this is, but it looks like it's like less than fifty dollars. Okay. So you can choose to extend them into a third year. So it looks like you can do them for at least three years, and maybe that would cost you a couple bucks. So I, I'm gonna have to like my wife's gonna have to like sign in and register and, and figure all that out. But again, I s- you know me. If I lost a hundred points, I'm gonna go with the same thing I said before. I yeah. don't care. I really yeah. don't. As long as Katie's sending me a, a welded plaque, I, I consider <laughs> that a win. A welded plaque? Yeah, she's a welder. Oh, welded. I thought you said, I thought you were saying like well did, like well instead of done. well done. And I was like, <laughs> no. what, what are you saying? It's so no. weird. A, a fancy <laughs> metal plaque. A fancy yeah. metal plaque is right. I will definitely take that for 109 points any day of the week. That's that's. I mean, it's sad you had to cancel your trip, but at least you got to save the points in RCI. And like you said, you travel anyway, so you'll you'll use them. Yeah, I'll definitely use them. And, and again, if this forces me into another contract, is that necessarily a bad thing? No. I, not necessarily. No. I mean, there's some. I got an email about. Well, I think we talked an episode or two ago about the incentives they're offering right now, yeah. like up to thirty five hundred bucks. Don't rehash old stuff, Tom. <laughs> I'm not that's rehashing. People don't want to listen. Saying they got some good deals right now. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> on direct purchases. So no, that's thanks for your experience on that. That's I think that's good to know, and for you know, I'm sure that's a topic that's come up with a lot of people lately. So. Tom has a lot of listener questions. This is where we spend a bulk of our time. Tom, you have to do better at picking these. Uh, we while we love everyone, we'll do, we can't we'll do, do everything. <laughs> we'll do better. I I, th- I I see some of these is pretty quick. So why is Damon so excited for Luca? Yeah, why are you so excited for Luca, Damon? Gosh, I mean that could be a, its own show at this point. I mean, how can you not be right? It's it's the motherland, of course, right? The motherland. Should area. we explain what Luca is? If yeah, not everybody knows what yeah. that announcement was. Time out. What's Luca? <laughs> <laughs> see, Trevor. See, Trevor didn't know. <laughs> 
Well, go ahead, Tom. Oh, okay. Well, it's a, it's a, I believe it's a, is it a Pixar or is it Disney animation? I think it's the new Pixar, right? You know, you would think for all the preparing he does, like he'd have a little snippet about what it is under there. I thought Soul was the new Pixar movie. This is next year. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Tom. It's on you. What's, it's, what's no, the premise? it's Pixar. It's it the new. Pixar. It's the new Pixar movie. It takes place in uh in in like the Italian Riviera and the motherland. And the as as Damon says, the motherland. So go <laughs> ahead. You explain why you're excited about it. I don't know any details other than that because all they really said is a, it's like a kid going on an adventure. It's it's very kind of vague, right? It's an unforgettable summer in a seaside town in the Italian Riviera. That's it. I mean that's awesome, <laughs> right? Like I don't. Need, I mean I don't know how else I can kind of ex- explain that, right? So it's right, so I'll give you a little bit more. So it's on the Italian Riviera. So Luca centers on a young boy, right? Who's living in the Italian Riviera, who has all these new adventures with a newfound best friend, but a dark secret about his true identity, right? So is he? He's a sea monster or something? I think. I don't know. My is that what you're speculating, or are you just? Uh, that's what I'm reading. That's what I'm <laughs> My- reading. My head, it sounded like you were describing, like, Assassin's Creed, <laughs> if you've ever played Assassin's yeah. Creed, the game. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, like I said, I like that it's in the Italian Riviera, right? That's that's the motherland. It's it's about a boy, right? I, I, I used to be a boy, right? And I used to have a best friend. And, <laughs> right? It sounds kind of cool. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> it's a very relatable story. Very, yes. That's very relatable. Yeah. Uh I, I like that somebody speculated on uh, on the on the Facebook group that this was just a, a ploy for them to sell more Riviera contracts, which you know it might be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's far fetched. I don't. I don't think it's. I think it's more the other. I, I think it's not necessarily that way, but I do think that they plan these things to integrate them sometimes, uh, or you know, maybe they came up with the idea while they were. While they were designing the resort, I don't know, but it'd be interesting as some of the visuals from this movie make it into the Riviera Resort at some point. So, or vice yeah. versa. Oh yeah, that's true too. Yeah, yeah little little Easter egg of the Riviera Resort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so uh, Chris asks. Uh, I don't think I ever heard you all discuss the process of, process of combining points with someone else's for a joint stay. I heard that it's possible, but I have no clue how to accomplish it. Uh, so, so I've done this before. In fact, my last trip in October, I did this. We, uh, got points from friends of ours and it's, it's pretty easy process, but you do have to call in. You can't do it online. So it's something you do have to call for. It's a final transaction too. It's, you know, they're transferring points from one contract to another. Uh, so, you know, make sure you're going to actually take the trip. Uh, and then, you know, it it has to go to to one person, right? So like one person's going to have to make the reservation for, you know, everybody, if you're going to stay in the same room on everybody's points, uh, other, otherwise you want to, you'll do separate reservations with each other's points. But I mean, you know, with your own points, but in this case, if you want to do one big room and combine your points, you have to do a transfer to one of the contracts. And then at that point you have to uh, book it from that contract and, and, and go with that. So it's really not difficult. It's, it's pretty straightforward. It's just a phone call to member services and, and it works out pretty easily. So, uh, he, he also asked, uh, do we want to okay, hold on hold on i so so he asked a question about gravity falls and i i know gravity falls has been out for a long time but i feel that the question does it it, it spoils some things later in the show so we should skip, Dude, we should no. skip it yeah, spoilers okay. only well, last for like three months okay <laughs> fair but i i mean i i think it's a pretty big plot point that he's talking about all right, whatever. I mean, I, I, I don't like spoiling it for people, but 
Whatever. I mean, I, I, I'm usually <laughs> on your side, Trevor. But like, if you were to say we're going to spoil Mandalorian, that's a different story. But like, sure. man, well, if, if people have been want... watching this, listen to our show for this long, um, they should have already watched it. Or sorry, I, I, yeah, I guess because uh, by season was it season two is when they start hinting at it. Because oh, okay, so so the question it was around. Um, so Grunkle Stan has the, um, there's an episode where he has the uh, the wax um, museum figures, and there's a wax Stan figure, and um, Chris is asking, do you think that it was just about Stan's narcissism towards wax Stan, or was it that this funeral was symbolically some kind of closure for losing his twin? Uh, I, I, deep. We're getting deep. I, I, I mean, that's, that's a good, that's a good point. Like I, I never really thought of it that way because Stan never shows his emotions until later about his brother. I feel it's just about his narcissism because just the way Stan's character is, I, I think that the, the fact that, that the, the, it was a wax figure of him. I think it was entirely about himself and not his brother <laughs> i agree i think that's i think I'm, I'm on your side trevor i think that's the exact exact thing i didn't think anything more of it than that damon do you have thoughts about gravity no i know comment. it's like your I favorite don't. show okay <laughs> moving on uh so we've got uh dan had a couple questions uh mandalorian emmy thoughts it got nominated no. for a lot of a lot of no it shouldn't be sorry it shouldn't be. Well, a lot um, of them were it's a, technical It's a good ones. show, but it's not a... Uh, look, it's a good show, and visually, it's a good show. And the world is is a great world to be in, but no. I mean, I think most of them, I think they only got nominated for, like... The overall show was nominated for, I think, Best Drama, and then one of the actors, or, like, Best Voice Acting. But then I think the rest of them were, like, all special effects and editing. And that's and all fine. That. Like, I'll give you that. Like, special effects stuff? Absolutely. I mean, listen, it's a great show. Let me temper that back. So, it's a really good show. <laughs> but there's too much in the show that's kind of just like, meh. It's good. But Emmy? Emmy isn't, like... Again, the the nostalgia of Star Wars can't factor into Emmy thoughts, in my opinion. I think you're right. Um, for for as much as you know, we're all invested in Star Wars on some level. You know, a show doesn't have to be, or getting an Emmy doesn't define whether the show is good or not. The, the show can be good regardless of that. And yeah, not every show should be awarded an Emmy, I guess, mm-hmm. even in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> well, the movies themselves were, they weren't, they were nominated for technical stuff, but sure. I mean, they were never like best picture or like, and I'll, I'll give you Mandalorian in terms of t- technically, you know, it looks good, right? It definitely yeah. looks good, but th- that's all I can give it. I mean, the story's story's fun, right? I mean, that's where I kind of go with it. The story's fun, but it's not like, the wire <laughs> yeah. right no I mean, I... wire is groundbreaking why is this groundbreaking because it's a star wars story because take star wars out of it is it groundbreaking i mean some of the technical stuff is they, they're sure, just... but we're, we're, but we're it, past but again, the technical stuff yeah, already story wise yeah. there's nothing no 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 yeah. I, I don't there's nothing I don't... revolutionary there 
I, I I don't disagree with that. I I I I'm more thinking of you know what they got nominated for, which is yes, and and I'll give you yeah. the technical stuff without a doubt. Right? Yeah, because I they say, did something. Wait, yeah, they, and, and and does my do, do I get to hold more weight on this since I do a you know kind of is good plug for my other podcast, even though it's not Netflix? Like, sure, come sure, yeah. come listen to me talk television and movies over a Boomtron podcast for Netflix stuff. I mean, there you go. Kinda, kinda. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you want to talk about Mandalorian stuff, uh, Katie's got what's hers called? That's like. Disney roulette or something? Yeah, Disney plus like, roulette. I think she has like a random thing. Yeah, like, but we yeah. kind of chatted before she run ran the show. I think she's doing some news stuff too with it. So okay. she might be a good person to ask. All right. Well, we'll yeah. go check out her show. Maybe she'll she'll talk about that. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah. Dan, Aust- go ahead. Go ahead, Trevor. Oh, uh, sorry. I thought. Or oh, I uh, yeah. Dan also asked about. Uh, um, the rise of the resistance virtual queue looks like mass pass max pass from Disneyland. Will that be coming to Florida? Um, I, I don't see, I, I mean, if it does, it's not going to be a quick changeover. I, I think, I think rise of the resistance is still testing a lot of things for them. I think, I think that's really what it is. is it, it's become their, their beta test area for different types of queuing. And I just don't think we're going to know based on what's going on in the world yet, right? Yeah. A lot of this is, you know, what they do now does not necessarily dictate the future. It's just kind of getting by almost, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I and, and I see like, like the fact that they keep changing it, like, like they've changed the, the booking times to rise the resistance and stuff that they haven't settled on one thing. Like that, I think what everyone's looking for is that they've, you know, they've decided on a new way of doing it and that it's going to hit everywhere. But yeah, they're still figuring out what works best at this point. And and like Damon said, it's going to be a while, I think, before we see anything concrete with them changing fast pass or max pass systems. Yeah, I I would agree with that too. I, I think it's a, it's a, it's a decent thing to believe in because you now have, you know, the person who really, I don't want to say pioneered MaxPass, but that was in charge of Disneyland when MaxPass was really rolled out is now head of Disney Parks overall. So you could you could imagine where he's going to you know try to expand that to the other parks possibly but we really don't know like like you guys are saying it's this is they're in survival mode right now they're doing whatever's going to try to work the best or whatever's going to be you know something they can use and and you know in this case it, I I think it's interesting that they're trying it out but you're right too Trevor it's really like their beta test for everything it's like they can they can try different things out with this ride uh, different different ways to, uh, for people to to come back. The you know the whole virtual queue really uh, originated there at Disney. So it, it, it's you know they they're trying different things. That's that's what it comes down to. Who knows if that's going to be permanent or not? Uh, I I think the the only constant at Disney is change, right? So so just because it's happening now doesn't mean it will in the future. He also asked too with more resorts opening, will that mean higher attendance? I I. I'm going to say no, because even with the resorts opening, uh, you know, you're still talking like there's only a small amount of, uh, you know, actual capacity there. Although I have read some things saying that there was some availability still for park reservations on certain days. So I I think that's going to fill up the rest of the even small capacity that they have. So, yeah, I think that there'll be people that will stay at the resort just to stay at the resort, not necessarily going to the parks. Yeah, so, I agree. So so what we're going to do in terms of, of timing now, right? Again, these transitions always aren't going to be smooth, especially as we start. Let, let's answer the, the next ones in, in our well, patented quick style. 
Do could do we want to quickly do our our ad for DVC Rental Store and then we'll get back to no. that really quick? Let's finish okay. these first. Oh, finish ah, these. Well, first. I okay. love DVC Rental Stores. Let's get these done. All right, all Don't right. Midsection us here. Gosh, Tom. <laughs> I th- okay. Well, Chris asked about the Disney DVC Resort. We I think we've talked about this a bunch on the past couple of shows, and we did ask. Uh, what, I think the last time that uh, Derek was here, we asked what we thought the price point was going to be, and he didn't think it was going to be all that much more outrageous than you know it was going to be whatever the standard price point is for direct dvc resorts at that sure point. but the question is how excited i mean for me it's not necessarily an excitement because it's not going to impact me too much i'm for me it's i'm already planning to buy a contract so i'm just waiting for them to announce things <laughs> yep yep uh, and I'm 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 excited for it just because I want to visit Disneyland and I'd like to say DVC when I do so. So it would be nice to have an option. All right. So Vanessa, if you could fly your family of four, mom, dad, and two teenagers to Long Beach, California for forty four dollars, stay in a two bedroom suite, only a quarter mile from Disneyland this August, uh, would you do it? No. No. California's bad, and no, I wouldn't. But that's just my I, opinion. I don't think we need to get any more into it than that for me. For for me, just traveling. Sorry, traveling anywhere outside of Canada right now just doesn't work. I like I even for that cheap, I couldn't justify it. Yeah, I, I I'm also with you. I and plus going out there and when you could only do downtown Disney anyway, if that's what you were going for, specifically going for Disney and only wanting to do downtown Disney, I that just doesn't appeal to me. I wouldn't drive all the way to Orlando just to go to uh to to Disney Springs. It just it I don't go to Disney Springs when I'm at Disney. It just doesn't interest me. So Oh, I so. love Disney Springs, but then anyway. All right. There's <laughs> I'm not Tom's a shopper. I'm not a shopper, so I'm a eater though. So I, I do like food. Yeah, I do like the food part of it. So, so. Dan said his son is fifteen wants to have a girl over for the first time next week i don't know if this is a disney question it's not if it's a little nervous about this and i'm <laughs> fine with it any thoughts how we should handle this so again the only thing that i can tell you is my son who's 16 who has a, a girlfriend uh, a new girlfriend right a pandemic girlfriend at this point right we allow them to go to the park and walk around with masks on that's it i am not bringing anyone into my house at this point that there's no way i'm just not doing it so that's Again, for puppy love, and again, at 16, it's still puppy love for me, right? They can go to the park with masks on and, and walk and chit-chat, and there's no kissing, and there's no hand-holding. That's what I told them. I mean, <laughs> that's life at this point. Sorry to say. I, I've got no thoughts on this, as my daughter's only two, so I, I don't have any thoughts on it for now. Uh, <laughs> but I like the, our new segment, uh, Life Advice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Go ahead, sorry. Trevor. I was going to say, I, I can't comment on this as a parent. I know that when I was around that age, I, um, my parents didn't really intervene with me when I had my first girlfriend, but yeah, well, I, I guess that's not fair because she became my wife. Um, so I, <laughs> but there's, there's also a pandemic going on. Yeah. As well. that, yeah. It's, it's different, different, right? You, you have to keep that in mind that, uh, yeah, you can't you can't have the same interactions even for like you said puppy love. Yeah, yeah I, I think the mass would definitely be a mandatory thing. Think about it: mass at the yeah. park. You get your alone time. You got mass yeah. on, and, and that's that. Yeah. There you go. So now we can do the ad, Tom. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, this is DVC Rental Store. This is uh, our friends over at DVC Rental Store. Are you a frequent Disney visitor and want to save hundreds, even thousands, on your next Disney trip? The DVC Rental Store wants to help you book your dream vacation for less. DVC members, great news for you, too. Uh, Want to rent your points out for some quick cash? 
DVC Rental Store wants to work with you, and they're currently renting out points at a record pace. For years, the DVC Rental Store has been helping guests stay at Disney Deluxe Resorts at an affordable price, while also paying members the highest price for their points. Want to learn more? Go to DVCRentalStore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 1-855-382-7368. Let them know that Welcome Home sent you. That's very important that you let them know uh, that you heard about them from this show. Uh, let's them know that, uh, that that their ad is uh, is a good is, is, is in a good place on our show and also lets us know uh, that you guys are, are working with our partners and supporting the people that support us. So, uh, again, that's DVCRentalStore.com or 1-855-DVC. Rent. I think this is just such a great way to and get your introduction to DVC. Oh, totally. So, yeah. Good. If you're on the fence. That's a it's a good good thing to do. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, I, I think we have some listeners that have been, you know, they've been asking us about. They're they're not sure about buying DVC. Rent some points. Seriously, like there's, I think there's probably more points available now than there has been for a while. Sure. And, yeah. you know, obviously plan accordingly for, you know, your situation and the situation down there. But, um, I honestly, I wish that I had rented before I bought DVC, but by the time I was looking at buying DVC, I, like I, I was so far down the road where I pretty much already decided I was doing it. But if I had really thought about it ahead of time, I should have, I, I should have done a rental first. Well, it's, I think I told you guys this before that before, before I bought DVC or and even a little bit after, I didn't even know that rental or resale was a thing. Like I didn't even know that that was a thing you could do, you know? So I, I think it's good to know that that's, that's something you can do. If you're not a DVC member, you want to try out a DVC resort that you can rent points for members and check it out yourself. And, uh, you know, that also, or if, that, or if that you need money exists. and you don't want to sell your contract, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Especially, you know, right now for, you know, for anybody that's uh, having financial hardship, instead of selling your, your contract, you know, rent out the points and, and that'll pay for your dues and, you know, maybe even a little bit more than that. So, uh, so that's, that's an option too, if you don't want to sell your contract. So, yep. yeah. All right. All right. Uh, we should probably keep this moving. <laughs> um, this is going to be so hard for us because yeah. we're not used to being brief. We're used to just kind of talking. And <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, our first episode though was only like 50 minutes. So it's, uh, we, we can do it. It's possible. So the, the DVC news portion though is going to be incredibly short because the, so, yeah. so Disney announced the uh, limited time 30% merchandise discount for members. Uh, now through August 14th, 2020, this does not like cool. But <laughs> what am I going to do with this? <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's just good to know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I guess my only Tom can get his cookie jar now. Yeah. They need it on. They need to do something on Shop Disney. Like, I, yeah. I get that they, they're using it as a way to draw people there. But, you know, throw us a bone every once in a while. And another 10% doesn't. Disney. Yeah. Another 10% doesn't draw me to Disney. No. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drive all the way down to Disney Springs just to go buy some stuff, you know. That's I, but just because I, I, I guess it's a little bit of off. a reward for the people that are going. Yeah, yeah I mean, I get it. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I know that there were some DVC members mad too that pass holders were getting it and members were not. You know, because there are a lot of members that feel like if pass hold, if there's like a weird pull between pass holders and dvc members like why did the pass holder get that and then pass holders like, why did dvc members get that you know it's there's always like each side thinks they're entitled to what the other side has and it's so interesting because if i'd lived in florida i would be a pass holder and i probably wouldn't own dvc yeah, yeah there's, there's 
good her. That makes sense. I mean, why why would you be paying for a DVC contract when you could Can go home? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's definitely some overlap though too with the you know obviously me I'm I'm overlap I'm both I'm I've got you know well, yeah. got a pass hold I uh, got a pass and then I'm also a DVC member but and there's you know a lot of that overlap too but. Uh, yeah, I, I understand why people get upset about it, but it's a good benefit. That's a nice thing. So anyway, we, we talked already a little bit about these changes that rise the resistance, but we can talk even a little bit more about them. Uh, so they, they reduced the booking windows to two. So now if we started out originally, if you guys remember correctly, when the ride first still opened, it was just show up at, at opening. And once the park opened, everybody did a mad dash to get into the boarding groups a lot of people didn't like that. So now they, so they, when they reopened, they made it three different time periods. It was 10 o'clock, two o'clock, four o'clock, or sorry, 10 o'clock, one o'clock, four o'clock. Now they've moved it from uh, just from three to two. So now it's only uh, 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. that you can do it. So, which is, I don't know why they keep changing it. it. It seems like they put something out about it because of capacity issues. And I have seen that they're only allowing one party per. Uh, car, I guess you would call it, ride vehicle. There you go, ride vehicle. Uh, and so that really reduces the capacity by quite a bit. When you have like one person sitting, you know, there are some times where they have just one person sitting in a vehicle. <laughs> so that that doesn't exactly mm. help with the amount of people that can get on the thing. Yeah. And, and so uh, I'm a little, what's this part about the view entry code thing? Is It, it sounds like they put in extra steps to actually get into the boarding group like it's not just a matter no, of this is after you get called this oh is after you get okay called. I get it. yeah okay. this is the max pass type of thing that they were talking about got it where where when you get called now instead of going over and, and scanning your magic band it pulls up like the barcode that they would uh that they i guess would scan when you get there so they're they're assuming that everybody has phones that is using rise of the resistance you know, yeah, exactly. And well, I mean, you guess you kind of, I mean, I don't want to say you have to to get into the queue because they do have cast members there that can help you get into the queue if you don't have a phone, right? So, because not every, they, they're not expecting everybody to, but, but, you know, you, you kind of need to for this experience, right? You just kind of do. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's interesting just looking at this because we, we heard the news a couple episodes ago, right? Where we talked about how they're getting rid of the free magic bands for resort guests. And they're doing, you know, a view entry code type of thing uh, on on your phone that's like MaxPass. It does feel like they're moving in that MaxPass direction where they're moving away from Magic Bands and and My Disney Experience and FastPass and all that, and and maybe moving to a different kind of system. But I I don't know. It just se- it seems it seems crazy to me that they would completely go away from Magic Bands. It seems like biz- big business to them to do these Magic Bands, especially like the designs and everything they do. It just it's just weird to me. It's weird to me that they would move away from it. I there's no reason that both can't exist, though. Yeah, that, that's the thing is that I and I feel it's good. We're gonna get a kind of a, a hybrid system at least for a little while. Yeah. Is that you know they'll still have the magic bands and that will still work the way that it always has. But you're, I think they're gonna give more phone options as we go along here because I think that's the other side. Is I know there's some people that say, you know, I don't want to wear a magic band or I, why can't I just have this all on my phone? Yeah. Which what about people like me that have a really bad phone? Yeah, I, and I was gonna say that unfortunately there's the other side of that. Like even same thing with uh, when I went with my parents on our last trip is that um, my phone, I, I basically did everything because my phone worked. Uh, my parents have an older phone, and you know they're not. You know, sorry, your parents, 
usually don't spend time upgrading their phones every two years or whatever. So I don't, I don't even spend time upgrading my phone. Yeah, I have an iPhone seven plus. Yeah. So, it, so the with the battery is, life at like 30%. See, this is the biggest problem that I have with stuff like this is that I don't want to have to upgrade my phone, but I'm kind of stuck because the battery life on my phone is so bad that I mean, let's see. So it was at a hundred percent charge when I woke up this morning, I've already had to charge it. It's 12 o'clock. Like it's, I, I couldn't get through it. I definitely couldn't get anywhere close through a day through Disney with my phone. And that's where I find it tough. You you could buy one of those anchor 10,000 milliamp power packs. I, I have those, but I don't want to hold them. Like, <laughs> yeah. so I mean, I have around with an extra brick just to keep your phone. When you on. walk it, like it yeah flips in your you know shorts and keeps hitting you in the leg you end up with a bruise like, yeah. I, don't, I don't need that <laughs> uh that's funny uh i i did i did find it interesting that disney parks blog specifically said that because of the new safety measures and the uh, physical distancing that the extra group between uh extra space between groups and queues and, and on attraction vehicles makes it so that they can't accommodate as many people uh that they could before so they're pretty much just straight out saying we can't fit as many people on this as we could before and so that's that makes why. sense it mm-hmm. makes total sense but it's not it's not gonna make people less mad about it <laughs> you know but i don't know i i just thought it was interesting they actually said that anyway yeah i yeah i don't i, I don't think- have to worry about it i'm gonna get that new oculus game and then i'm gonna have disney in my house and i'm not gonna ever <laughs> need to go again <laughs> right <laughs> I like to go places. I don't want to just sit in my living room and get sprayed with spray bottles. <laughs> I want to go somewhere and do a thing. Uh, so the the other thing we have on here is uh, reopening dates have been pushed back for some of the resorts. Uh, looks like Polynesian, Art of Animation, Beach Club, and Boardwalk, they're all going to remain closed instead of reopening. I, I, I kind of just look at this as I think Disney you know, scheduled their phase reopening, assuming that things were going to get better by this time and that their capacity would be able to go higher and they just haven't so they i mean because there's no point to opening these resorts if they can't have more people in the parks so they're just not going to open them right yeah yeah because it costs money you don't want to be opening places to lose money exactly and so just to clarify for the polynesian is that is that just for regular bookings or is that dvc as well because i thought or, okay, yeah, so does say, yeah, yeah. So DVC yeah, it's, open. so basically, Polynesian has three buildings open, but the rest of the resort is closed. Which, eh, but, I mean, I, I guess anyone planning to stay there—that's not the worst thing in the world right now. But uh, it's great if you're a DVC member. It's nice yeah, to be right at the resort. <laughs> although I, I can imagine that like things like the the quick service would probably be a little limited yeah. as well. So. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know. Is like Ohana open? And like, I don't think Ohana is open. I can't imagine it's open right now because, again, problem is they, they need a certain amount of people in there to justify having it open. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and you know, if you look at like Art of Animation is is a huge resort, right? Gigantic resort. They just don't they just don't need that capacity right now. Um, you know, and then same thing with beach club and boardwalk. I mean, they just, it, it, again, it's, it's opening more resorts at a time where they can't have more people in the parks and they're already, you know, hitting the very low capacity numbers that they have in the parks right now. They really just, they can't open more resorts until, you know, things get a little bit better. So it yep. just makes sense to me. I'm really upset about this next thing. I, I'm not going to lie. Really? I don't know if either one of you have been here, but why? What do you mean? Why? <laughs> I wait. Where are we? Where? Oh, the so, cream room. Go ahead, Trevor. 
So Apple Hills Creamery will no longer be operating at Walt Disney World locations. I've never been to Apple Hills Creamery. Yeah, who cares? And, and I guess it's I'm lactose awesome. intolerant, so... No. Mm, I mean, I like ice yeah. cream, but... I like it too. It just doesn't like me. <laughs> no, but I mean, even liking ice cream, I don't care. Oh, man. This place was awesome. They did, like, ice cream flights. They had, like, a thing where you could, you know, get a bunch of different flavors. And, but can't and they're, you they're, do that at Beaches and Cream, too? I think you probably can. I've actually no, never been to Beaches and Cream. Well, it's, you can. I so I, I, I was being facetious. Like, of course you can. So <laughs> I liked Ample Hills. I thought it was really good. But, and it was but right you just, the you just, you just said the one thing that you haven't been to Beaches and Cream. So I've, I've meant to. It's just never. If you've gone to both of them out. and then said you loved Ample Hills Creamery, okay, I might be able to listen to you, but I, I can't even listen to you. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you haven't been to Ample Hills. So you can't tell me if it's better or not, right? So <laughs> uh, it's not. But I know that in my heart. <laughs> you know when I mean, you just know things, Tom? I, in my I, heart, I, I know I things. I do. I, I know when you just know things. Ample Hills was really good. I You guys should have gone. It's a great place. It's, it's It was really cool on the boardwalk. It fit in really well. It's it really fit, nice. It fit in more than Beaches and Cream? I mean, wait, I don't I, know. Wait, is <laughs> I mean, at the boardwalk? Yeah, yeah. It was pretty... It was like real centralized on the boardwalk right by yeah, the boardwalk Yeah, I've been here in. then. So I can say I've been here. So there. How's that? <laughs> I forgot about it. It, it. it was so good, I forgot about it, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this place was famous too because uh, I think it was Bob Iger at one point uh, walked into their only their one and only location I think in New York one time and had it and it was really good and then somehow uh, got them to wait open up a location at Disney, but they actually filed for bankruptcy before the shutdown happened. So, so, so I am a little sad because I, you know, again, while the ice cream wasn't necessarily all that. Is there going to be an ice cream place on the boardwalk? Because if there's not, no, that's hurtful. No, there's no ice cream place on yeah, the boardwalk see, now. That's what I'm saying. So okay, so I, I can at least get on board with that being upset about that. I can't be upset about the ice cream itself because because for, for me, like the the style of it and it, it you know the the whole it was area expensive of the boardwalk too. But I guess everything is expensive there. Yeah, I can't expensive. really complain too much about that. I mean, it was okay. They had really good flavors, man. I'm telling you, and they had special flavors too. They had like yeah, they Disney did. special flavors. But, I'm just I'm just sad that there's no ice cream place on the boardwalk. That's just like not a boardwalk then. I agree with you. You know, I I think whatever happens after things open back up, wh- whoever goes in there to fill that gap, if they can bring in some plant-based ice cream or you know non-dairy oh, ice cream because yeah. that's actually a thing now. I've I've been finding out if they can start offering non-dairy options, then I'll be excited, but as it stands right now, it's, you know, you, you tell me any ice cream shop closes and I'm kind of like, okay, great. I wasn't going there anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. See, this yeah. is our problem. We're stuck on ice cream and now we're already past our time already. <laughs> no, we're, we're almost done though. We're, we're almost done here. No, we, we're we, not. The rumor section is huge. Uh, you want to talk? Oh, okay. Not, well, let's just, talk about that. Then. I mean, let's huge in the- terms of like not long, but like awesomeness. Yeah, so now, talk Disney's about can't... Run Disney. Don't don't disrespect the Run Disney people, Tom. <laughs> okay. See, this is the problem. You have to do a better job. At, well, uh... Okay, but hold on though. So we had two weeks of stuff we had to cover. We going did. forward, we're yeah. only going to have one week of stuff we need to cover. That's so it'll true. be much easier to condense things down. So I really tried to pick things that I thought were interesting to talk about now. So go you have to talk about Run Disney, otherwise, our Run Disney people get mad, and we we know there's a lot of them. There are a lot of them. Yeah. So, uh, so run Disney, essentially the rest, uh, well, I guess the wine and dine half marathon is going to a virtual race, 
which I think did we talk with last time we talked about Run Disney? Did we talk we did. about virtual races and how we, we don't understand them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically I would just, cheat. I would be the problem. You would cheat. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Well, how so, do you prove that you did it? I would just be get a scooter. I would scoot. <laughs> <laughs> be like I'd be on a ra- not, not like a an electric scooter, like a push scooter. Like I'd be on like a razor. That's David what I set the new record. On a set a new record by going twenty miles per hour on a razor <laughs> scooter. <laughs> <laughs> on, on a treadmill, you you just have the razor on a treadmill. No, no, no. I would actually go out and like <laughs> go through like the, the motions of razor scootering. You know, a path. But no, I would be on a razor scooter. I do that with my dog. Like when I have to walk the dog, I was like, oh, dude, I don't want to walk the dog. I get a razor scooter and then the dog has to run while I scoot around the neighborhood. Good for everybody. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I I think this, I think everyone kind of assumed it was going to go this way, but uh, it's, you know, is is it really the wine and dine half marathon if you're not getting to do the whining and dining part? No. So, so you, you virtually race and then you order food and drink wine yeah I, yeah yeah I'm, i mean i i guess that that could sound just like any other tuesday night so i don't know <laughs> yeah, that's, i i agree i because i feel like that was a big part of the appeal right and, and you know run disney people talk to us and you know let us know what you what you think about this but uh you know it's though the big p- part of the appeal is the wine and dine part of the marathon so <laughs> of the half marathon afterwards as your i guess as your reward for running it uh, that's what I would want to do anyway. But I mean, rumors. it's it's good that they're still doing it. Though. Rumors. What? Okay, yeah, let's do rumors. Let's yeah, talk rumors. Yeah, we, Damon, we, you want to talk about this on. since yeah. you're you're that you're excited about it? I mean, I guess so. Right? No, not really. I'll let you talk about. It. I like to. I like to <laughs> let you get through the boring stuff, and then I just get to. <laughs> you like to for me to go through the like the content part, and then yeah, because I get I get less interested halfway through when I start talking <laughs> about the content. I so, just want to talk about it. So there's a rumor out, out there that, uh, and this is because a book came out called uh, the Star Wars Galaxy Edge uh, Traveler's Guide, and so this book goes into detail about. Local holidays in Batu, uh, Black Spire Day, Harvest Festival, and Life Day. So now the rumor is that because they put this in the Traveler's Guide, that these could possibly be events that could occur at uh, Galaxy's Edge, that they could you know do these special events. And and so the, the three events would be Black Spire Day, which would celebrate the founding of Black Spire Outpost and take place on May 4th. Then there's the, the Batuan... I think I said that right. Batu and Harvest Festival, celebrating the natural resources that grow in Batu, uh, and so and that's kind of being pitched almost here as like a almost like a food and wine in in uh, Galaxy's Edge, you know, local foods and seasonal decorations and all that kind of fun stuff. And then there's Life Day, which is cracking me up because it's uh, a reference to the 1978 Star Wars Holiday Special, where we <laughs> learned how those in the Star Wars universe celebrated the season with Life Day, which is a Wookiee holiday. I don't, have you guys ever watched the Star Wars Holiday Special? Because yeah, you yes. can watch it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this just sounds so awesome. Like, I really hope that this I is the case. I want Life Day. <laughs> I, I, I want all of them because I think that, you know, it definitely, it, it's such a large part, like a large part of the park. And I just, I feel like having these special events would definitely make it feel more real. Right. I mean, that's the way I feel like the land would feel more robust. Like I would just, it would be cool. Like this would be really, really cool. The only problem I kind of see with this is that, man, we know the amount of people that would want to get in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, Epcot's huge, right? This is not Epcot level space. 
So what do you do when you have something like this? I think that that's the problem. I mean, you'd almost have to make it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. This is where I, I worry. I, I guess the good thing is, is because there is, um, uh, it's on both coasts. Like they, they have yeah, it in two different matter. spaces. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think that matters. Tre- Trevor, right now, do you want to go to these? I do, but I, Tom, I, do you want to go to them? Oh yeah, definitely. I would. And, I would want to. I definitely want to. Like, there's no one going. Nah, maybe I don't want to go. Like everyone's going to want to go. But but I would consider going to California to experience one of these okay. versus going there's... to Florida because for me, I'm I'm far enough in between that that's an option, right? Sure, but what what difference does that make? I mean, you're talking the amount of people is ridiculous that would want to do this. I mean, I, I think they're pretty good at crowd control. I, I, I do think that they would maybe need to utilize some new areas. I mean, because they, they do have room for expansion, at least at the Disney World area. So maybe they, they expand and make the land even bigger and then have some more you know room for this. Pandora is, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, it, so now you're going to add a, a, food, a Pandora food and wine, Avatar food and wine. What the heck do you think is going to happen? <laughs> it's going to be a nightmare. They're going to have to do what they did when it first opened, where they just... Uh, the same thing with uh, Galaxy's Edge, where they had the virtual queue just to get that into would the work. land. They that would do that. That would work. But I just I think that this sounds phenomenal. But man, from a rumor standpoint, I, I just don't think the logistics work. Um, but I'm hopeful. Unless they do the virtual queue. I mean, if they do the virtual queue like they've done before... I, you know, I could uh, see you it have working a lot of mad fine. people, though, because or... you're talking about a single day. You're not even talking like, yo, you can go to life oh, yeah. day 10 times. You're going, well, OK, this random day. First of all, I'd never want to be in the in, in Hollywood studios <laughs> either any three of those days. OK, but the Harvest Festival could last. You could have that last over like two months. Black Spire Day and Life Day. I, I'm not as excited about those two as I would be about the Harvest Festival. And it seems like I don't Wookie know. Cookies? Like, yeah. How, how are you not excited for Wookiee cookies? like christmas cookies wookie cookies wookie cookies cookies. i'm not against wookie cookies so so, so here's a thought what if they turn this into a ticketed event like uh the christmas or halloween parties okay how about this how about if it's only for people staying in the hotel Boom. <laughs> Done. It's a, then, only then for in. DVC members. Boom. No, 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 no. <laughs> staying at the, the Star Wars hotel. Oh, oh only at the oh. Star Wars hotel. Only at the Star Wars hotel. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Or maybe maybe they celebrate it on your ship and then yeah, you and come, yeah. you're gonna and maybe there's events at night for people in the hotel. Okay. All right. That's that's I mean I would hate that because then I'd have to go and do the ships just so I could do that. Oh, I'm definitely doing the ship. <laughs> <laughs> they're still building the ship. So with all the That's cuts good. across the parks, that that is still being done. I mean, it's That's good. I already got my money ready. I'm I like I have a special bank account just for that. <laughs> just for Star Wars Hotel. Just for Star Wars Hotel. It says Star Wars bank account right on the <laughs> Well, I mean, I haven't named it that, but I guess I could. Yeah. <laughs> but then the bankers would probably be like, oh, this nerd, what's he doing over there? Star Wars Hotel <laughs> bank account. Oh, I, I, I think this is a cool idea. I, I do hope they do it. it. It does seem like it would be kind of an odd thing to put in the traveler's guide if they weren't going to do it. You know? Yeah, I don't know about that. Have you ever see Tom? You're not into video games so much. Have you ever seen any video game guides? And you're like, wait a second, that didn't make it in. Wait, that well, didn't make it oh in. My, wait, that doesn't work. When you, no, no, yeah. I know. Lore and backstory is a very deep hole that yes, 
yeah, lots of things can happen that don't flush out. Trust me. <laughs> this this feel—I mean, but I, I could understand if this was like released in the very beginning when Galaxy's Edge first opened. But it just this is you know now. I, when did it even, even open? It's been a year already, right? So we're t- wasn't it August last year? It just and, could be background though. Could just be lore. It could. It yeah. could just be. It, it very well could be. But I think it would be cool if they did it. And books do take a while to you know get published and stuff. Yeah, so. Yeah, it could be that they, maybe they just didn't have it ready when the land opened. All right, Trevor, you got Trevor, you got to wrap us up. We're gonna keep yeah. it under an hour. We're gonna do. All right, it. okay, Look, we're gonna do this. It's gonna shock our longtime listeners. They're gonna stay under an hour. Okay, uh, here we go. Uh, if uh, if you guys have any questions, comments, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail We love hearing from you guys. We love getting your listener questions. Uh, if you uh, want to check out the website, it's welcomehomepodcast.com. Uh, I, Damon, yeah, see, 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 this should just be like, this is what it should be. Okay, wrap up. Okay, mention social media. Come to the Facebook group. There is nothing else. Done. All right. Oh, if you want to buy stuff, store it at welcomehomepodcast.com. There we go. <laughs> I just wrapped that whole section up. Okay, fine. Yeah, if you, if you want to talk to us on Tom Facebook. If Tom puts Twitter, Instagram on there again, we're just going to fire him. That's it. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want to talk about reviews at least in <laughs> the YouTube channel and the store? <laughs> yeah. If if you guys found us via iTunes or Spotify, one of those, leave us a review. We like seeing those. We like uh, we like the feedback, and it also helps other people find the podcast. If you want some merch, go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and uh, maybe buy a shirt or a mug or something like that. Because uh, why not? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah. Rep the show wherever you go. Right, <laughs> and of course, uh, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you get reminded every time we release a new episode, which is going to be especially important now that we're moving weekly. You'll want to definitely be uh, subscribed so you can uh, see all those things, all these episodes come out every week. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any place you can find podcasts. You can find us, uh, so just search for Welcome Home and look for uh, the one that says DVC and Disney. Of course, a reminder to our listeners, as always, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only we are not employed by the walt disney company and as such any and all opinions we express on this show are our own so please contact a disney cast member or a dvc representative for more information about anything we talked about today or a psychologist if you have questions like dan (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) dan maybe you should call somebody else besides us we're not this is uh (laughs) we're not experts go ahead we're we're okay we're not uh yeah yeah we're we're not 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 expert parents by any means (laughs) (laughs) uh big thank you to d uh (laughs) to the dvc rental store for uh for sponsoring this episode we really appreciate your partnership please uh reach out to them uh join us next time for more disney parks discussion of course more dvc talk we hope to see you all real soon this is skipper albert awal the voice of the jungle signing off from welcome home podcast on the dvc when we hit a chair how she can cuddle is no Affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl. Really?